Bienvenidos maestros al podcast del Mi por Hambriento y hoy que vamos a jugar el Great Western Trail Argentina y que le tenemos un menú exquisito con un Fernandito y un asado que hemos hecho. Oh, un momento que me he pasado de boludo. Vamos a empezar desde el principio. Welcome to The Hungry Meeple, a podcast about making connections between friends and family through food and games. And in today's episode, we're going to play Great Western Trail Argentina, designed by Alexander Pfister and published by Igert Spiel. Did I say that right? Sounds good to Close me. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> enough. Okay. I'm Ramon Mercado and... I'm Saida Marrero. And today at the table, we have our guest. Hi, I'm Troy. And I'm Andrew. Back again. <laughs> There we go. Good to be here. Excellent. I mean, we're glad to have you guys back. Now you're, you're stable now, like arroz con habichuelas en Puerto Rico. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Today we're firing up the grill and heading to the heart of Argentina to travel across the Pampas in the Great Western Trail and experiencing a parrillada. All right. Are you guys ready for that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful. All right. So like on every... Dinner party, the parrillada is no different. We start with a drink. And today we are having a Fernandito. Okay. Uh, so it's already made. You guys have drink in hand. Cheers. Ah. Cheers. <laughs> There we go. Wow. So a Fernandito is made. You, you want to talk about Fernandito? A little bit, Closer you know, later. Fernandito is, is called in, Spanish, in Argentina, they call it Fernandito, and, and it's the uh, Fernet liqueur with coca, with coca-cola. So it's Fernet with coca, or Fernandito. And it's a bitter herbal liqueur that it's mixed with cola and creates a unique and popular cocktail there that they truly love. <laughs> you know, in every bar, every place, you can find this drink. Yeah, and the brand of Fernet that we got is Fernet Branca, mm -hmm. is that right? Uh, which is made in Italy, but for some reason, very popular in, in Argentina, to the point that 25% of all the Fernet consumed in the world is consumed in Argentina. They have their own distillery over there, <laughs> yeah. So, what do you guys think of the Fernandito? It's good. It's, it's like simple. That's right. It's, it is. It's, it's just, just the Fernand Branca yeah. with Coke. And go. Fernand con cola. Yeah, it takes me, uh, at first taste, it's like different than anything I've ever had, but it's uh, really good after you take a couple of sips and get it uh, adjusted to it. <laughs> For me at the beginning, it was a little bit strong, a little bit like a medicine taste like, but the more I let it sit there and mellow a little bit, it's, it's getting better every time. And I feel like the more I drink, like I get used to it and I like it. But I have to say that, Personally, it is like eating a peppermint candy and immediately after crushing that candy in your mouth, <laughs> drinking a slurp of, of Coke. Coca-Cola, yeah. So yeah. That, that's the, it's how I minty. describe the taste. It's very minty. Very minty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and bitter too, right? Uh, I like it. I, I'll have it. I haven't had the Fernand by itself because it's a bitter. You can have it as an after 
dinner drink, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's an ap- aperitif, aperitif, I think. Aperitif, there we go. Yeah. So it increases your appetite and helps in the gi- digestive digestion of the meal. There you go. That's what it says. <laughs> In the label. There you go. That's how they um, justify drinking this thing. <laughs> but I, I want. I certainly want to try it by itself because it, I like it. It's good. Yeah, just oh. to see what it, just yeah. to see how it's different from with the yeah the Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, because it's mostly Coca Cola. It's like three fourth Coke and a fourth of, and you still get a very strong. Absolutely, I don't. Yeah, I don't taste a lot of the Coke. Right. So I taste mostly the that minty bitter type, type flavor to it. Right. So the winner of good. the game is going to get a shot of Fernando. Just Fernando. Oh. The winner? <laughs> a the shot. Winner. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That might be a little too intense. Yeah. <laughs> Race for the bottom. Everybody will lose now. Lowest um, scoring game of Great Western Trail. Style. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what do you think? So we have here, because they swear by this stuff too. And, um, Andrew, your wife is from Mexico. This is the Coca-Cola, the Mexican Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. Um, the, the good kind. The good kind. <laughs> and which it's is, because, why, why is it the good kind? Because it's made with? Cane sugar. Cane sugar cane, exactly. So um, I'll, I'm going to pour a little bit so you guys can try some and you can tell me um, the difference. If, if, if you can if you can tell the difference. Here you go. You, you want to try it? Sure. So you want to try just the no. Coca-Cola? Oh, is it different? I mean, it's a little spicy. Yeah. Okay. I get. Is I it? can see that. Is it? Try it. I don't know if it's what we had. It's the same to you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get into trouble, <laughs> but for me, it's you know. <laughs> it's not that better. My palate cannot notice the difference. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How about you? I, I mean, I don't notice a difference because I haven't had the, just regular Coke in okay. a long time. But uh-huh. I could, I could see a little bit. But it might be because we just ate I know, right? Exactly. A, yeah, a yeah. meal that did have a little bit of uh-huh. spice in it there. So, yeah, if you have them side by side, there's a clear a difference. Clear difference. Between, yeah. Okay. So you've done this before. So other people have told you that. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that, this is what he we did have a in our house. With so. his oh, life. that's what you buy. Okay, mm-hmm. always. Yeah, they're not that. If it's easy to find, I mean, they have it in the local grocery store, but not in Walmart or anything like that. So yeah, it's a hit or miss of if a store carries it or not. But it, it's relatively available uh, here. Right. Um, right. Yeah. 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 I'll, a lot I'll, of times it won't be in the like soda aisle. It'll be like in the Latino food aisle. Or really like that. so, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That they they in Texas is very common, right? My, yeah. my sister had it, and she swears by it too. Because <laughs> it's so close to. Now I'm gonna have to look out just to see if I if I see it. Yeah, yeah, you should. I'm and they have, have side by side. I'm gonna need to do a test, like side by side. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with with Diet Coke and Coke Zero too, right? <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> you, Troy was telling me yesterday that he couldn't tell the difference between Diet Coke I, and Zero. That is, they're really different, dude. I mean, if you put them side by side, I might be able to tell the difference. But if okay. you just handed me one and said, really? here's a Coke, wow. and then a week later you handed me the other one, I would probably okay. just be like, all right, yeah, it's a Coke. Wow. I, mean, I grew up on Diet Coke. That's one of the things that my mom 
I had to have Diet Coke and mm-hmm. at home. So we always had Diet Coke growing up. And so I guess that to me, that's such a familiar flavor. I don't have it anymore. I'd much rather have zero. Oh, my wife's the same way. She right? absolutely can tell the difference. But Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What about you, Saida? Um, Why are you making faces? I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. I I think I dislike the taste of Diet Coke. I thought so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I, I can't drink uh, Coke Zero. Okay. Yeah. It's not that you I still love don't it. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, I can na- see a difference. Na- now we need to try zero with Fernando. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, right? not for me. <laughs> well, why is that? Why don't is you think that those uh, diet uh, flavors have a little bit of, of kind of mint taste on them? Like the artificial flavor is in that, isn't it minty? So I wouldn't want, for me, it's like that. So I don't want to want to add more of this. Oh, interesting. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, I don't know. But people, that's what people drink. Especially like I, I was with reading diet? with zero. With zero, yeah. so for none. Yeah, because okay. it's, it's it's the whole eating well crazy. Yeah, less sugar. Yeah, so, less sugar. I mean, lots of sugar. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it it's is the, it's the, the, the sodas are right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I read about that's it. That's the test that we need to do. Fernet with diet, wait, with diet yeah. Coke, Fernet yeah. with Coke Zero, right. and then Fernet with. <laughs> we'll be wasted by the end. <laughs> like, I, I see you putting it down, Troy. You you like it. It's good. Yeah, no, I, I'm a huge fan of mint stuff anyway, oh. for the most part. So, I mean, that's just a, that's pretty common. Mm. I like it. I like most things with mint in it, so. So you're going to have to, I guess I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get you one for Christmas. It's going to be your Christmas gift, a Fernand Brank bottle. <laughs> They're not expensive. I'm, not, I'm I'm right, I might that. go check it out just to you know try it at home, and we t- usually have some Coke Zero, so there you I'll go. be able to uh-huh. try it out and see. Just yeah, get, let the wife try it too. Yeah, I was going to say, you think that Samantha would like it? Probably. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, we like to we like to try new drinks and things just to see. Cool. So, cool. what about Wendy? You think too? I've never seen. Well, I've seen Wendy have margaritas and oh, wine, yeah. and mm-hmm. t- um, I know she likes the sangria, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You think she'll even try this? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Cool. Yeah, I think the only thing she doesn't really do is beer. So. Oh really? Yeah. Not at all. Nope. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Say so that does some beer, but not as much. Yeah. Okay. I don't like whiskey. It's the one that I. Right. 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 Though I tried the one in, at, at Andrew's house last time. Recently, we I had. I could um, drink. Right. <laughs> I needed to wait until the ice melted. Right. The old fashioned. Yeah. Paul. Paul made us some old fashions. They're good. With the. Mercy <laughs> <in the> shape. <laughs> that cocktail cocktail is strong f- alcoholic flavor. That's it, especially compared to this. It's most mostly coke, right? So, but it's better. Like I would say, the bitterness. Oh no, it, it comes similar. through. Yeah, it comes yeah. through. Yeah, very well. All right, all right, guys. So we had a drink. We um, so we drinking hand. Let's go to table talk. Okay, and table talk is the section in which we talk about stuff that we've done, what have you played, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, would you like to go first, Andrew? Uh, sure. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> People look at me like, not me. No point, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little. I need a little reminder about what we got to do beforehand. Oh, so it's I can, always the same thing. I know, table but I don't talk remember. And, okay. I was like, right. what, wait, what have I been doing? Oh no, I don't. <laughs> 
I don't do it. Yeah, what have I been doing? I live a boring life. Yeah, you you remind me like an hour early. At least Uh I can remember something maybe. But you were talking, and actually Andrew was there the last game night. Yeah. Your daughter played with us. Yeah, absolutely. How did that go? That was great. It was great. I mean, we we played a more more complex game for her age, especially. I mean, she's nine, almost 10, but still. I mean, we played uh, The Great Split. You know, which is a, it's an awesome game. I mean, the group, we've got like five copies in the we group do. here. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. so clearly we enjoy the game a lot. Um, but, you know, I was a little concerned because there's, there's a lot of decision, a little bit of good decisions you have to make and on the strategy to it and stuff. I mean, the concepts are simple, but actually doing well with them seemed like I was like, oh, well, hopefully, you know, she does okay. And if she doesn't do okay, that's fine. You know, whatever. It's... But she started to get, and she was passing to you, you know. She, so she, she was, was giving me good choices. Giving, yeah, yeah, she was yeah. splitting up the cards to give you the choices. And a couple of times, I'd give her, you know, I'd give her a little bit of insight. Hey, look at look at Ramon's board, you know, or whatever, and give her some tips. But I mean, she probably did, you know, eighty percent at least good. of the the decision making and the work, and um, you know, and she did really well with it. So I mean, we played a, you know. Um, like I said, almost 10 years old, played a relatively complex game for her. She did really well. Um, so we're, we're definitely trying to look at some... Uh, Sorry, that's our dog. <laughs> yeah, they happen. So we're trying to look for some more complex games, but also but ones that aren't super long. We don't want, you know, right. I can't do a three-hour game with her. Right. But if I can find some half-hour, 45-minute games that can challenge her a little bit more... That'll be great. And she was really wanting to. Yeah. That's the no, thing. Absolutely. There is willingness. Yeah. 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 She wanted to play with us. She, you know, she yeah. wanted to, that's yeah. what she wanted to do. So, you know, and so we'll put her on, you know, we'll be on a team together. We'll play together. And so I can help you out and get you. Right. She, it was great. It's a good time. Excellent. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. It's, uh, it's all about bringing family together, right? Absolutely. Um, Daniel, it's the same age. Actually, they're just one day apart, right? They were born one day apart. She's the 12th of September. Yeah, 11. 11. And Daniel's the 12th. Yes. So they're born one day apart. <laughs> I thought he was older a year. Is he? No, he turns 10 this year. Oh, well, I was, I was yeah. wrong then. 2013. Yeah. Right? Yep. There we go. Um, it, it's very interesting, too, that to see that um, they're maturing about the same rate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, especially in terms of game, because he was there, too, and he wanted, he was adamant. So with Daniel, it's a little bit different in the sense that... We have had these issues with him that he just wants to, like, no, I don't want any help. Like, your daughter was more willing to say, okay, let's sit together and and have a chair experience, make decisions together. Daniel's like, nope, I I want to do this my own. Even if I can't last, I want to do it my own. Yeah, some kids just want to figure it out themselves. And- that's it. That's it. Which Which is great. But then sometimes he gets upset if he doesn't <laughs> win. It's like, this is the first time you play this game or a game of this level. Were you really like, you know? But it's yeah. a learning experience also, even if he gets into that uh, state, you know, because they yeah. learn that they can improve by, by you know, I don't know if you're going to help me explain this. You mean uh, like a develop a skill but continue practicing? Yeah, I, uh, he at, at this age facing those situations in which he lost and he feels uncomfortable and learning how to deal with that, you know, I think it's good. It or is. It's a good skill to learn at that yeah. age for the future. Yeah, yeah, to overcome those challenges it, and just learn emotional maturity, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact yeah. That, the, that he failed doesn't mean, you know, everything is over. It's just a right. game. You just it's play just, again. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's why we've, we've always tried to kind of 
mix in a combination of, uh, you know, individual winner games and then also cooperative games. Right. So we get both. So like, yeah, you're not going to win every game. So you have to do mm -hmm. some of those where you not no only one person wins. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. But you can also do the cooperative ones to kind of so build that too, to help build that up where, cause we all lose cause we don't always win that too. So we're all losing. So you also, you lost, you're a little upset about that, but you lost with everybody. So maybe, you know, you feel a little bit better. And now when you lose in the multiplayer game individually, it's not, you know, hopefully it's not quite so bad the next time for that and trying to balance those two to build both that so that mm -hmm. those losses, cause yeah, it is, it's always, it seems pretty common, especially for kids that it's always tough. You want to play a game and then when they lose or they thought they were doing well and they weren't, that becomes challenging for, for them. So like all of our games of kites that we lose. <laughs> oh gosh. Have we ever kites. won that game? I don't know. Okay. I've, um, I thought we won one, but we weren't yeah. playing right. So we might. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, exactly. That's a tough one. It is. It is. But it's fun. Uh, we played that one oh. with Daniel. Mm -hmm. And again, um, and, and said, that, what do you think of that? What do you think of kites? What? Oh, Andrew, what do you think of kites? Uh, I Did think it was fun. Uh, I usually don't go for like the time. Real play, time. Like no, real right. time games like that. But uh, it, it was like a fun little quick it is like intro to the game night uh, thing to kick things off. I'll bring so. I'll bring Fuse next game night. It's kind of like that. Yeah, I, think, I have where it. Mm -hmm. oh you have that's yeah. right. You said that mm -hmm. Fuse is similar, but with dice. You roll dice to get certain numbers to right. defuse. A and bomb. that one used an app for the clock, uh, right? Maybe I it's been a, so. it's been a while, yeah. but I thought so. It's Renegade. They use the app, and it actually has it, it goes. Bing! 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 It yeah. wouldn't surprise it's me. Very, it's very <laughs> if if you thought Kite was. Um, What's the word? Uh, it puts you on edge. Stressful, yeah. It's stressful. This one with the bing, 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 bing. <laughs> it's even more so. Yeah, I, th I thought maybe not, but I thought. Um, <laughs> but everybody loves to roll dice, so they do. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, flip yeah. a timer. Yeah, it's fun, but you know, rolling right, dice. Right. Everybody likes to roll dice. That's true. That's true. Do you yeah. think um, kite? <laughs> do you think kite? Uh, Andrew is wearing a D twenty shirt. That's why. <laughs> uh, talking about dice. dice. Do you think that kite is a game that Luna will play? Oh yeah, she definitely. Okay, yeah, and she will understand it. And, and yes. there's not a lot to understand. Just no, match no, the no, colors, right? Yeah. So pick, a col pick your color and flip the timer. It's as simple as it gets, yeah. right? Yeah. And well, yeah. And you'll lose. You'll all lose together. Mm -hmm. That's but the thing. that's right. where you can keep the score and say, okay, well, we lost. We got ten cards left this time. Next time you we did proof, five. Mm -hmm. We did better. So right. you you lost, but you did better. So, right, right, right. Certainly, this co-op co games for kids. Our experience too is that you can teach them to lose, and well, that's another yep. thing too. Like this, you by showing them it's not a big deal. We lost, we'll play again. They kind of start to learn that as well. That that is the proper response to losing a game, yep. as opposed to you know full on meltdown, which I still have. Recently, I was playing Crocodile with one I, of my other kids. You said you still have. I thought maybe I thought you that, meant you still exactly. Yeah, I, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I flipped the table. She did. <laughs> yeah. Is it, we, we, it, was, it was like a silly game, too. <laughs> slide five. Have you played Slide five? Mm -hmm. take, take five? Oh, Take five, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we were playing Take five, and we played it over and over, just the two of us. And I kept winning and winning and winning. This game is it's random. It's, it's not as random as Uno, <laughs> but there's a lot of randomness to it, right? Have you ever played that one? 
uh, take five. Take five. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I kept winning and winning and winning for whatever reason. I just got lucky. And she literally like, I'm done with this. And all the cars I have everywhere. to say, that was like 10 years ago. Ten I have matured. Ago. I have learned. Yeah, tables are heavier now. I, that's what it is. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they design those know. game tables. They're harder to they, flip. They, that, that's what they do it for, for a reason. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I didn't flip. Technically, they flip the, the so table. Just like, I just messed the game. There were cards everywhere. <laughs> like a murder scene. Um, yeah. We were talking about co-op games, though. Yeah, and now melt, that is. meltdowns. Exactly. <laughs> oh. We like, um, or the kids have always liked... Um, Ghost Fighting Treasure Hunter. Yeah, that's a good. Is one. one of our co-ops, and yeah. we just got the uh, Scooby Doo. Oh, man, oh. the Mystery Mansion. Can't remember what it's based oh, off honest, of, yeah. but it's that. I'm it's another co-op, but then you get a trader and right, right, right. it's House on the Haunted Hill, something like that. Something yeah, like that yeah. Can't think of it right There's now. There's a but, Scooby Doo yeah. theme for that. Yeah, yeah the everything. You play that game, right? In Puerto Rico, but not remember? the Scooby Doo. No, no, no. But you play the one that's based. Yeah. You know what's it called? Nope. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, we, right. we we got that when we played it once um, so far, and that was pretty fun too. So, and that was another tra- kind of a transition from that, where you know, mm-hmm. you, it's all it's co op for a while, and then you have a trader, then you have a trader, yeah. or you yeah. have it's not a trader, but then you have the ghost, and right. you know, in the Scooby Doo cool. one. So, that was fun too, though. Did you get that one in Target, or did you get it? In- uh, I don't don't remember. remember. Okay, it's too many, too many. Board games get bought. Right, yeah, exactly. too many board games get Especially bought. Lately, I don't know where you know? they. I don't know where they all come from. They just show up at the front door. I just I right. keep telling the wife, like yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I ordered this one. It just showed up, right? The the other day, <laughs> I was talking to some a colleague at work, and and now in the background, all the virtual background that I have is just my my board game collection. I just took a picture and I have it there because people know me for that. And he's like, "Oh, look, you got some board games. Last time we talked, you got like fifty games. How many do you have now?" I was like, "Oh." I don't think I have 50 games even 10 years ago. You know, when was the last time we talked? <laughs> so, yeah, um, they keep showing up. Uh, but um, but I, I want to try that one because of the theme. Didn't we recently watch? Scooby-Doo. W- yeah. Yeah, I think the kids right? were watching. It was good. Yeah, one of them was. Yeah. yeah. Like the latest movie in which they're not longer doing um, mystery stuff. Well, they have the Velma movie. No, there's a show on HBO. Oh. Yeah, the Velma is a show on HBO. Did you get to see it? It's very adult. I wouldn't even recommend it, Mm. honestly. No, I wouldn't recommend it for the kids. And the little bit that I watched, I was like, yeah, this is not not good. Um, No, but this was a movie, um, Scooby-Doo movie, and it started like, um, I think it was Shaggy and Scooby, like, we're done with Ghost. We don't want to do. And they sell the mystery machine. And yeah. (laughs) Um, and they go on vacation. Of course, they go solve crime by right. accident. Of course. So, yeah. Um, it was good. It was fun. Um, and now that the kids are more exposed to the theme, because before that, we, we don't watch it. They wouldn't even know, right? Speaking of movies, did you watch Blue Beetle, Andrew? Mm-mm, no. Have, have Do you know anything about the movie? No. That's the thing. We watch Blue Beetle. Um, we loved it. At least I loved it. Mm. I thought it was really yeah. good. It's a DC. But yeah. we we knew about it because we went to watch other movie and we saw the trailer. Right, yeah. the trailer. That's, yeah. that's I saw. It. Yeah, I saw. It. I hadn't heard anything about it. I saw a trailer, but I well, didn't even thing. know it was DC when I saw the trailer. Right, because of the strike, they haven't been able to promote it. 
Oh. That's the, the big thing, right? So it kind of has gone underground, but it, he is a Hispanic kid who discovers the Blue Beetle and becomes a superhero. That's what mm-hmm. it is. But honestly, you got to watch it. I don't know. But I don't know if they get their references. But Wendy will. Wendy will absolutely get it. has a lot of Hispanic A lot. It's full. It, I, it really I is a love that, letter. Uh, in, the, in the theaters right now? Or? It is right now mm-hmm. in theaters, yeah. It is a love it's gonna letter It's going to be on HBO Max, culture. I think, mm-hmm. when it goes to streaming. Yeah. But, but yeah. I felt like it was made for people of our age because Such all their references, I grew up with that. Such a way. <laughs> and I was yeah. laughing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was weird because there were maybe like 20, 20, 25 people in the yeah. theater and Saida and I were the only one laughing. <laughs> Whenever we get well, like I, so many references, so many references, like there's this apartment, it's like, um, he is the, he is the, the, and this is not a real spoiler, but um, he is a poor kid coming from the barrio, right? They don't call it the barrio, but it is the barrio, right? And this rich entrepreneur lady kind of uh, sees him. He kind of she kind of likes likes him, etc. Et and it is mirror the Maria del la del barrio soap opera uh, line. And the other um, his sister, he said, "Oh, you're like Maria la del barrio, you're like you Maria del barrio, and she is the fulano de tal, and you know." And then they show clips of it because the grandma is watching the soap opera, which is so normal, right? And it's the Maria, and they put the the, the songs aside. That's like singing. Because <laughs> you I watch could. that, yeah, yeah. yeah. With my uh, grandma, yeah, yeah. I remember doing homework, watching novelas uh-huh. <laughs> with uh-huh. her. Yeah. So it, yeah, I honestly, I, I say when when Wendy's you have a chance to go to w- with Wendy, go because she is really good. Mm-hmm. In in general, it's a good movie, um, but a, yeah. but it is really a love letter to the Hispanic community. Mm. In in the in Mexico in the whole Hispanic community, certainly in the United States, because that that's what it is. But um. and also, I uh, some of the images from from the scenes were recorded in Puerto Rico, so I guess that brings more of nostalgic sentiment in me because I can see places that look where I grew up. Also, I think the the pick of the of the lead, the blue bitter kid, he looks so much, and in his attitude, he reminds me of my nephew. And uh, he has a sister in the movie, which my nephew has a sister that looks exactly like her. Yeah, <laughs> it it's was uncanny. very nostalgic. It's uncanny. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not to say that all Hispanics look alike. You know, I, I was gonna, I was, I was thinking, I was like, you know, if I made that joke, it's, it's racist, <laughs> right? I but can't, if I, I can't, okay, I'm allowed to say it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, some people say that it's only for Mexicans. I can, I am from Puerto Rico, and I felt like the movie spoke to me too. Yeah. Have you yeah. really heard that? People saying that? I think so. Oh, that's so sad. I think uh, a, a Latin community, some people say, ah, it's only for Mexican, not all, huh. not Latin people, just the Mexican culture. Okay. I mean, there, there certainly is a lot of of Mexican, but it isn't, the truth is, especially for the United States, I don't know for the rest of the world, for the United States, Sorry. what so much of the popular Hispanic culture that we got came from Mexico simply because we are south of the border, right? They are south yeah, of the border. Right um, but certainly growing up in Puerto Rico, we watched Chapulín Colorado, we watched Espirito, all that. And I thought that was more universal than... I thought that too. Right? Yeah. But maybe not. And really, that's most of the jokes come from there, right? Then the telenovelas, on 
Mexican telenovelas were the top of the top for the longest time. Then I think Venezuela kind of took no, over. No, never. <laughs> Venezuela. Well, keep talking about that or about board games. <laughs> 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 I mean, I just wanted the facts. No, no, right? no. But, but certainly, Mexican telenovelas were very popular <laughs> for the longest time. Uh, so I thought it would be more universal. Mm -hmm. Certainly, the experience of the Hispanic or the Latino in the United States will be more to what they show there. Certainly in Puerto Rico, I got all the all the references and I thought it was hilarious. Um, and I'm sure Wendy will... will yeah, we'll have to check it out when she gets back. Yeah. yeah. And it's a superhero movie. Mm -hmm. So that's something uh, up your alley. It's light, yep. entertaining. It you is, know, yeah. maybe. You don't have to go to the theater to watch it, but yeah. <laughs> you know, when it's streaming, you know, something good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anything else you guys want to add before we move on? No, we do play board games too. We do indeed, exactly. <laughs> we talked about I, the no, we split. Did. We, I heard that we did. We talked about lots of games. Yeah, I heard that Andrew is, co is going to the big. You're uh, going to Essen? Yes. Yeah, are you excited? For that? Been, uh, looking for that for like a couple decades now. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, finally happening. So uh, yeah, we're going to uh, Essen 2023 this year, and gonna. Hopefully bring back a couple of suitcases full of uh, new games. Well, I already gave you a list. <laughs> right. <so. laughs> I just want um, like a sticker Anything or in particular that you don't want to really? miss? Hmm? There, anything that you're looking forward that you don't want to miss? Uh, I don't know yet. I think I just want to go and kind of experience what's there. I don't want to get my hopes up for anything or, or whatever. I just want to kind of, you know, go with it and, uh, you know, see what it's all about. But uh, I, I haven't like earmarked anything myself yet. To, that is wow. in, uh, in October, right? Yeah, October, yeah, yeah October. October well. so beginning October. You're excited about Essen, but really, Pax U is where it's at, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going to that too. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, all the yeah, all the all the cool people. Exactly, all the cool are, kids. All yeah, the cool all, kids. The, all the cool kids. Are I'm, be, I'm sure I might meet some cool people there. Ah, you know, yeah, <laughs> well, maybe I'm not the cool kid because I'm not going. Yeah, not this year. <laughs> Um, somebody has to take care of the kids, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, why, why do you want to go to Essen? Why, why is that? Cause you said 10 years you've been, uh, as a, cause you're not in the industry, right? You just are plain old, uh, and Essen is a big thing, but it's also very far away. And all that. Why? I think it's a, it's a valid I, I, question. Yeah. I think it's like the kind of the granddaddy of board game conferences. And, um, I mean, 20 years ago, there there wasn't a lot of anything in the U.S. at least that was like, if you wanted to go to a game convention, um, Essen was it. So, okay. And I think, you know, recently, well, relatively recently, like, you know, 10 years or so, it's grown a lot here in the U.S., but uh, I, I think Essen is still the top of the top. And I think if you're in board games, if you're developing something, um, that's kind of where you want to be coming out and there's stuff that comes out there that doesn't even hit the U S market. Right. Or, yeah. or if it does, maybe it's like the next A year, year or, 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 or more. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's always been kind of like on the wish list. So I finally getting a, a chance to do it. So interesting. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to go simply because it's such a large event and mm -hmm. I would like to experience just, just to experience the, uh, same thing that I would like to go to Germany in one of the beer gardens on Oktoberfest just to experience that, right? Um, and that that would be my personal thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've been looking at the BGG 
list. Have you done that? Yeah, I've looked through it, but uh, nothing strikes your fancy. Uh, there's just so much <laughs> okay. to go through everything. Is, uh -huh. um, but uh, I, I'm hoping there's some like demos and things to right. take a look at. Certainly, and, and see. But no. it says on the BGG preview they tell you whether it's going to be a demo or release mm -hmm. there as well. So, right, um, you should demo the. There's one called the Three Sanchos. It's about the. <laughs> A war in Spain that happened, you know, in the, I think the 1500s or something like that. Um, that's the one I will demo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you should demo so you can tell me what it is, <laughs> if it's any good. So. You're going to make at least 400 to the thing. Right. To demo, exactly. To I'm going to live through him. That's right. Then that's you're right. going to interview him when he comes you back. You know it. Oh, it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. He has to live stream it back to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The phone, just watch the whole thing. <laughs> He's gonna duct tape the phone on his head. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see it. Get some of the uh the glasses with the uh camera and uh, yeah, the Google Glass, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's gonna be the Hungry Meeple Twitch. Right. The first <laughs> streaming. Mm -hmm. There you go. You're gonna be our first correspondence. Right. <laughs> Excellent. And we're going to pack you, the three of us, mm -hmm. and Andrew, Troy, and I. Um are you yeah. excited about that? Oh, absolutely. Is it our third year, right? Yeah, yeah. So it'll be great. It's always fun. It's it's always it a blast. I mean, the going's great, but then also just after after the convention closes, just meeting up with people and playing games for hours. So it is. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, and that'll be my first time there too. So there you go. Yeah. It's a good year for you. Yes, it is. <laughs> you get the two first times. Yep, right? it's gonna be a, a a full board game year. Excellent. Speaking uh, of playing for hours, we have the oh, we have the twenty four hour event coming up in November. So, and we'll certainly talk about it on the podcast afterwards. Um, and there'll be some links on the web. And then you, you found out that, uh, yeah, so this is the extra life for board games. Yeah. So this is the extra life 24 hour, uh, game day, uh, for, to, to get funding or, uh, it's a fundraiser for the miracle children miracle network. That's what mm -hmm. it is. And so far, this will be like a second year that we do like mm -hmm. a big event here in the community, certainly the first weekend of November. And we'll have a little link on the web page. If you wanted to donate to our group, you can do so. And so we'll talk about it, maybe post some pictures and, and stuff like that. You guys will be playing for 24 hours. 24 hours. 25, actually. 25? Yeah, oh, because it, it, it is the same day of daylight savings. Same. Yeah, so. It's a bonus. <laughs> exactly. That's a bonus hour. But I heard that they have a special day for board games. So it just, I, it just so happened we found out that last weekend right we it's the board game weekend from the extra life people so mm. they're, they're starting to promote that more certainly i didn't know until last weekend so um maybe next year we'll do in, maybe instead of november we'll do it on the board game day or whatever mm. or we'll do too we'll see um but um it'd be it'd be nice to have something on the board game day because that's what we're gonna do extra life uh, traditionally is video games yeah yeah, but we hijack it and we play whatever mm -hmm. we want. Yep. And we'll have a D&D &D session hosted by our own Andrew. Yep. Are you ready for that? <laughs> I, I'm ready. Yeah. Are you guys ready? I guess. I don't know. I have a pen That's and, and, and a bunch of dice. I have some dice and a pen. That's there all. You go. I haven't <laughs> done it, but after playing a big adventure tactics with the kids, yeah. I really want to try Dungeons and Dragons. Honestly, I want to see Daniel do Daniel it because on when we play Adventure Tactics, which is a dungeon crawler, he really likes the whole. Okay, now I'm standing here. Make a story. Make out a of story. What's exactly. And and D and D takes off the rails. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's what it's all about. It's like creating. It's, 
I, I consider it kind of like a collaborative storytelling. Is I love that. So, I mean, I there's a, there's lots of different ways to play it, but that, that's kind of like what I like is the collaborative story, story creation, world building thing. You can just go wherever you want, but looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. I want to see Daniel do it. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things I think that, and I guess that's why so many podcasts about D&D has come out too, because it is a little bit of a expectator sport. Sport. Expectator, expectator sport? Yeah. yeah. Spectator. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you just, just looking at what people come up with on the spot can be very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So with that, we're done with table talk. Uh, the food is ready, so we're going to go eat. But before we eat, let's set the table. After a full year of tending to the cattle and overseeing the Bassa Estancia, the day has finally arrived to embark on the arduous journey across the Argentine Pampas. As the first rays of the rising sun filtered through the window of the casona, the sprawling landscape unfolds before your eyes, a vision of untamed beauty and wilderness. The Argentine pampas stretch out endlessly, a sea of rolling grasslands that seem to have no bounds. Tall and slender, pampas grasses dominate the scenery, their blades swaying and whispering in the gentle morning breeze creating a soothing, almost hypnotic soundtrack to the day ahead. In the distance, the higher gauchos are already at work, skillfully corralling the cattle in anticipation of the long trail that lays ahead. The air is filled with the inviting aroma of the mate as the water boils in readiness of the yerba. The road to Buenos Aires is known to be challenging, but with careful planning and a bit of luck, there is the prospect of finding an open loading station and letting the train handle the bulk of the cattle transport, saving valuable travel time. On the world of the Great Western Trail Argentina, you step into the shoes of an estanciero, a cattle rancher, with the monumental task of driving your cattle from the estancia across the sprawling pampas to the bustling ports of Buenos Aires. At these ports, the cattle is loaded into boats and shipped across the vast Atlantic to distant cities like La Harve, Rotterdam, and Liverpool. Each player begins the game with the same herd, represented by a deck of cards with varying values denoting the different types of cattle in their possession. Your journey across the Pampas is punctuated by stops at various buildings along the trail. Each of these buildings offers specific actions. Some actions enable you to acquire superior cattle or hire essential workers to manage your estancia more efficiently. Among the crucial workers are the gauchos, skilled in handling cattle, the carpinteros, who help you construct buildings along the trail, the maquinistas, who enhance your train for faster route to Buenos Aires, and the granjeros, responsible for growing the grain needed to feed the cattle on their final voyage across the Atlantic. Your personal player board represents your estancia, with wooden discs covering different areas. As you play the game, your estancia improves as you add hired workers and unveil these previously covered sections. The primary method of clearing this wooden disc is by loading cattle into ships in Buenos Aires. 
The value of your cattle cards when reaching the ports determine which boats are available for loading, and you move your disc from your estancia onto these vessels. Once the cattle is loaded and the necessary grain provisioned, your estanciero returns to the start of the trail, ready to embark on the journey anew, now with an improved estancia and potentially better cattle. The game continues as you circumnavigate the Great Western Trail, making strategic choices at each stop. And at the end of the game, the estanciero with the most points is crowned El Maestro, the master of the Great Western Trail, a testament to their skills in navigating the challenges of the Pampas and the cattle trade. And with the table set, let's eat. Tus tangos son criaturas abandonadas que cruzan sobre el barro del callejón. Malena canta el tango con voz quebrada. Malena tienes pena de abandonar. And we are back from eating. We just had this delicious lunch. So that um. Saida. So, Saida, well, what's on the menu? Um, for today, well, Ramon cooked today. Yeah. He cooked uh, a parrillada. La parrillada. Yeah, which is grilling yeah. meats uh, with wood coals. Yeah. yeah. And we decided to do that because uh, parrilladas or asados are something very traditional for Argentina. Um, in the game, we have gauchos, yeah. you know, taking care of the cows. So we By taking care, you mean <laughs> <laughs> making sure they get to the. <laughs> well, there is a, a tile that that when you put the gaucho, he will let you discard a cow, and then he will get money. Right, right. Exactly. So it's technically that cow didn't make it to the, the boat. They didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to recreate that. The gauchos uh, um, started doing this, right? They started. Right. Uh, from the cows, they will do asados, and and it will essentially burn, burn the wood that they could find, make a, an area to grill and grill the meats. Um, that became very traditional in Argentina. Something very important for them. So important that maybe every week, you know, they have the Sundays. They, if the weather permits, they will get together and invite family, friends. It's something very social to connect with other people. And also I like it because it remind me remind me of what board games have become to us. It's a way to share with friends, to spend time, get, uh, do connect with each other, learn from each other, um, and have fun. So we did an asado. Ramon did an asado outside. We did uh, quick cuts because we didn't have the time to spend the whole day right, right. <laughs> cooking a slow uh yeah, it was more meal. like a parrillada, right? The yeah. difference between the parrillada and the asado is I that think. parrillada is a quicker, higher heat. The, the, the asado is the barbecue or slow cook mm -hmm. oven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we did use wood yep. uh, to cook, and we did uh, chorizo sausages. Mm -hmm. Choripan. Choripan. That was yeah. the the appetizer. Yeah. Uh, with chimichurri sauce, we did morcilla because blood the, sausage. Yeah, blood sausage mm -hmm. because in the asados they always have like. All kinds of meat from the cow, even the organs, the you know parts that we here we are not used to. Yeah. eat maybe us. In <laughs> fact, us. historically, they for, the 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 part of the cow that they ate the, originally was just the tongue. Yeah, yeah, 
and the the rest of the cow because the the market for cows if that makes sense in Argentina was mostly for the leather not the meat so the the, the kind of like the other part went went away and they only ate the tongue and I don't know uh, why that came up about but eventually they started eating the rest of the cow too so mm -hmm. and then so we had uh, the choripan with the morcilla and the ramon grill vegetables and and skirt steak skirt steak we made churrasco, churrasco from mm -hmm. the skirt steak yeah. and Argentinian asados are very simple meats are just uh, seasoned with salt maybe a little bit of pepper um, they 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 like to they are pr proud of the meat they raise so it's usually grass fed so they want to uh, taste those flavors the they don't meat, want yeah. to mask it with a lot of, of seasoning and and then they will put chimichurri all over everything right. <laughs> that's what i learned they love that stuff it's i good. think it's pretty good nice. too yeah. and with vegetables and salad you know it's very simple all right so we started with go ahead. and for dessert Oh, we haven't had dessert yet. Exactly. We need to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. right. For dessert. What's... We have it later. Yeah. But for dessert, I made a choco torta, which is a simple, no-bake uh, cake. And it's very popular. They they sometimes, instead of baking a cake, they will make that. And it's just like a tiramisu uh, of chocolate uh, biscuits cookies. Uh, chocolate biscuits, like a cookie, but it's not very sweet. They will dip it in... Uh, coffee or coffee liqueur like Kalua, or if you wanted to make it uh, kid friendly, sometimes. Uh, well, my kids and <laughs> people from the Latin American, you know, they give coffee to their kids. Right. <laughs> so it's coffee, it's kid friendly with coffee, but sometimes if you don't want to give coffee to your kids, you can just dip it in chocolate milk or milk. And you layer that with a feeling of, of uh, dulce de leche and some kind of cream, either whipping cream or mascarpone cheese or cream cheese or a little bit of sour cream. So you choose. It creates a very silk uh, filling, like caramel, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of cheese. And that when they are, you know, in this layers with the chocolate cookies, they create a very good dessert. So that's what I did. That's the dessert. All right. So let's start with the choripan. Have you have you have had chorizo for sure, Andrew? Right? Oh yeah, all, right. all kinds. This and this was excellent. Um, I don't think I've ever had uh, Argentinian uh -huh, before, Argentine chorizo. but uh, mm -hmm. it was a, something I'm, I'm going to seek out in the future. Excellent. So. I'm glad. I'm glad. It was very easy to find. At least mm -hmm. we went to the Latin supermarket next to the Mexican chorizos. In the butcher, they had uh, hot and Mild. regular. Yeah. These were hot, though I didn't but, find. But them. they weren't really mm -hmm. spicy, right? No, no. not super spicy. No. No. Yeah, it's. I like it. And chorizo really is just a mixture of pork and spices, mm -hmm. right? And this one, I think, was pork as well. Yeah, it's a sausage. Yeah, it's with not, pork. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right. Uh, have you had chorizo before? I have, oh yeah, okay. I have had chorizo before. Yes, a All few right. different kinds. I, I don't know specifically which ones, but we like we like chorizo usually in. Uh, breakfast burritos that's our that's one of our favorites oh yeah chorizo breakfast burritos they're delicious but that was awesome you, right it's uh the chorizo with the with the chimichurri um, yeah that's right, really right. good and the choripan is really just pan pan is bread in spanish and choripan so it's like a sandwich with the chorizo on it and then that's what that's what it means right um and as a starter i, I like it and it could be just its own meal absolutely right? yeah <laughs> 
I'm so full. <laughs> so and and then so with that we had the blood sausage. Ha, ha, Troy, have you had blood sausage before? No, no, never. none at all. Never. Interesting. Okay. Don't know what it is. Wow. Okay. That's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> have you had blood sausage? I've, I've, I haven't had this type of blood sausage, but I have right. had other blood sausages before. Okay. Um, th this had a great flavor, I think, but it did have kind of like a. Uh, I'll say interesting texture to yeah, it, which yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I probably wasn't a huge fan of the texture of it, but the flavor was really good. But right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, being your first blood sausage, what do you think, Troy? I didn't know any. I mean, I wouldn't say it was my favorite thing on the plate. No, that's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I especially okay. enjoyed it with a little bit of bread. Mm -hmm, Made mm -hmm. was it was good. Right. So I, I like the chorizo and the steak more. Of course. But no, uh, no, 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 but no yeah. I mean, it, I didn't dislike it. Okay. And uh, it's nice, you know, I always enjoy trying new things at least once or twice just to see, you know, because you never know. Right, right. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of the blood sausage side? Like you said, it is an interesting uh, texture. Uh, I was, and was I, have, uh, I, I have eaten uh, more see yes or blood sausages before, but the Puerto Rican style, which are usually filled with rice, mm -hmm. and the texture is you know you feel the grains of rice right. when you bite it, bite into it. This one it was not; it was like a like a custard, right? It, it kind of stick stick to your very, mouth. Even though it was cooked all the way through, so so some of it, one of the links that we got exploded on the grill. So I was able to see the inside and I thought, oh, this is clearly uncooked because it was sticky. It wasn't congealed. It wasn't hard like like the Puerto Rican blood sausage that on the inside is very grainy. It's very, it's a completely different texture. Mm -hmm. It's more it's more like ground beef, that type of texture. This one wasn't like that at all. I have to say that those only said morcilla. It didn't say Argentinian yes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, but it was the only thing I could find. Okay, okay. Uh, so not necessarily there. Oh, <laughs> I see. Interesting. Yeah, but they're blood sausage. Okay, there we go. Um, anyway, I, I actually like the blood sausage from Puerto Rico a lot. I eat it all the time. First of all, it's deep fry, not grill. I had in the Argentina restaurant we could go to. I we had have theirs. grill hours before. We, yeah, yeah. And I had, I had one grill that wasn't really very good one time in our restaurant. It was... It, they said it was grilled, but it has the consistency of like a boiled Boy, sausage. No. Yeah. So it wasn't. That's, yeah. yeah. It's not, <laughs> I that's know. This one, this one didn't have grilled, that. So, yeah. but, but the, the taste of, the, the, the taste was very good. It reminded me of like a platano maduro. Because of the texture, I think. But the flavor too. It, when you smell it, it smells like platano a rocco gandule. A rocco gandule. It doesn't, wasn't, didn't taste like that. Anyway. Let's move on to the um, main part of it, the steak, the uh, churrasco. What do you guys, um, Troy, what do you think of the churrasco? It was good. I mean, it's, it's a good steak. The season, like you said, is not just salt right. and salt and pepper, but that's the way we, we do them any, we do them too. It's really all yeah. a good steak needs anyway. Right. And you cooking over a wood, a wood fire grill, though, I mean, that's just going to give it enough flavor already to to be good and that was it was a good steak so i enjoyed it yeah when, when i walked in this morning and uh smelled the wood fire in the steaks cooking i was like this is 
that's gonna be good. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, and, Even if you lose and the and game, it was, right, you already right. won. Excellent. At, at least I got uh, an excellent steak and. Okay. <laughs> Great flavor, even with just a simple seasoning and yeah, chimichurri on, on everything. I see why they put it on everything, but right, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and you've had the flank steak. Is it flank, right? No, no skirt. 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 You have skirt before because mm -hmm. yeah. that's the uh, fajita mm -hmm. cut right. of meat. That's usually that's what they have. Okay, right. But I, I learned something that I didn't knew, didn't know. Right. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, you can only take like a like a small piece of skirt steak from the cow and then from that piece you get two areas the outside and the inside and a, and the in the i think the the outside is the part that you want because it's less tough mm. and it has a certain shape that you can recognize it when you buy it so one is like uh shorter but longer and the other one is the other way around wider but long but something shorter. like that oh. yeah so one is very tough one is uh better <laughs> to Interesting. eat huh. so you they, they don't label it like, as at least when i bought it and maybe you if you go to a butcher you could ask for it but i learned that it that you need to look for <laughs> the outside the outside part yeah interesting good to know yeah. something else i didn't know churrasco seems to be like a a, a way of making not a proper cut because we've seen uh, and something that i know you guys like troy and you and uh, you like the new york steak Yeah, I mean. So we watched some videos about churrasco, and they took a New Year's steak, they butterfly it, and they call it churrasco. Yeah, mm. and right. so, so that was very interesting. It's some, another way that I'm actually going to try to make the churrasco, quote unquote. Literally, they just took the the, <clears throat> the New Year's steak, open it like a butterfly, yeah, cook it twice, quick, and quicker. season it with some um, chimichurri. So. I, I like your steak, one of my favorite cuts of meat. So, yeah, it's called cool. Churrasco. There you go. So. Butterfly New York steak. All right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the recipes and pictures are going to be on the website. Uh, so if you're listening and want to see some of the pictures, uh, go to thehungrypeople.com. And if you like what you see, go ahead and sus always subscribe. Give us a like and um, leave a comment from the website as well. Okay, that helps out. And we also have videos on TikTok, Facebook, etc., etc., thehungrymeople.com, and all the social medias. Right? So, unless you guys have any comments about the food, it's time to play? Yeah. All right, so let's play. And we are back from just playing Gregory Western Trail Argentina. All right, so. First impressions, what do you guys think of the game? Andrew, go ahead. Well, I have been... Seeing as you won the game, yes, uh, you get um, the pleasure. I think it was good. I uh, have been a fan of the original Great Western Trail for a while now and would always be up for playing that. Um, this certainly had a very similar feel to the original with some new twists. Um, I think some of them were good. Some of them were maybe... Not so good, uh, but uh, I'd say I had a good time playing it. I would definitely play it again. Um, as far as like buying the game, since I already have the original, I don't think it's enough to, for me to go out and buy this version. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I liked it. It was it was fun. Excellent, excellent. Troy, 
just like Andrew, you have played Great Western Tale. I mean, we, the three of us, have played many times. The the basic one inside that has played several times too. Expectations. I mean, I didn't really have any expectations about the game, but yeah. I mean, just if it's since it was in the same series, I mean, other than just having this, you know, a general feel, which it does, you move around the board, move your get your cows, deliver your cows. So I mean, like like Andrew said, a lot of similarities to the the base game, um, but definitely more a little more depth to it than the original version. So, right. So you were expecting something uh, around the same uh, complexity level. Uh, at no. least not necessarily the same complexity, but just with some of the, the same mechanics, which it does have. It has, I mean, a lot of them are all, a lot of them are the same, you know, getting the cows, the different buildings that you build, the workers hiring them. I mean, they little bit different functionality of some of them, but the overall mechanics of it are very similar to your cows to different, more cows you deliver better. The result and all of that is very similar to the original. It's just right. got kind of additional components or additional features to it. From the from the first one, so mm-hmm. whatever you say there. Mm. Initial thoughts, expectations. I think it's for me. It was much more difficult than the uh, original one. Uh, I felt that the farmers added to that complexity. I don't remember very mm. well the the first one because I I I played a long time ago, uh, but I felt like having to gain grain, and the farmers help you have grain right and then in order to send the the cows to the to 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 england or europe you need to have that amount of grain like uh, that variable of adding that there that i need to keep in mind that for me it was difficult to manage compared to the other one which i feel i don't know if you remember right right so let's let's jump right into the mechanics then because troy and and said that you both mentioned the farmers right and that it really is the extra thing here that was not in the Great Western Trail at all. We no, didn't same have it's similar well, to that? So in, in the original, I would say it's similar to the like stations that you pass. So in the original, you could deliver past, I don't remember what they were called, but you could, do, if you were delivering past like where your train was, you had the fee you would have to pay. But it, that would depend on money. money. Right. No, but no, I mean, not grain. It, not grain, but I mean, it was this, it was similar here though. You can pay money if you don't have the grain. And you, it's right, right, so right, kind right, of, right, right, right. kind of like that. Yeah. So, so the difference here, um, in uh, basic Great Western Trail, you deliver uh, cows either to Kansas if you had the ba- basic, uh, the old version, and the second edition you deliver to New York City, right? You move the train and you pay depending on how far your train is from the place where you have to deliver, right? Right. Um, you always get money because when you get to Kansas City, uh, when you get to Kansas City. You get money depending on the cost that you're bringing, and you should always be able to pay the difference. Mm-hmm. The difference here is that instead of delivering to a city in the U.S., now you're delivering to Europe. And what you do is you drop the cows on one of the ships, and then at some point, those ships are going to make it across the Pacific or the Atlantic, either to Germany, England, or France. <clears throat> Sorry, but to leave those those cows on those ships, you need to be able to to make sure that they are fed throughout the journey. So you have to pay grain, and you can always pay money instead Not of grain. Not necessary, right? In the when when the boats are in when the when you have your your icons on the cities, 
you couldn't have you couldn't pay grain there or money for grain. You needed to have the grain, right? Right, right, right. So that's a different. That's a whole other thing. That's the first. Uh, uh, right. Level. Right. That, that that wasn't even there. So wait, wait. once once the ships actually f go. So so one thing is dropping the cows on the ships, and then the other thing is moving the ships to the cities. That that happens as the job marker counter, which is that little circular counter. Mm -hmm. If you if for the listeners who's who's familiar with Great Western Trail. As you add workers to the worker marker, that little counter goes down. That's the two victory point counter, right? Mm -hmm. um, the job marker, marker thing. Um, that triggers when certain ships are going to go to the old world. Once they get there, those discs that you left on those ships go down into the harbors of those cities. And at, at a later point, If you have this there, you can pay grain to get the those bonuses. discs into certain areas of the city. And depending on the area, north, south, east, or west, it'll cost you more grain. Yes? Right. Yes. Right. But there you cannot use money for the grain. Correct. Right? And Correct. that's difficult right. because right. there are good points there. There are points and money mm -hmm. there too. But mm -hmm. if you live in, on the on the harbor, you still get points. But you want. You do, <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. You need to always maximize. Yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a euro. It's so about it's, it's balancing, though. You know, do you do you try to get grain to do that, or do you try to use you know your money to do other things? You know, to build the buildings, right? Or help the farmers. You know, some different tech, right. different paths you can take, different techniques you can take to try to. Uh, there's definitely many paths of to victory course, here. That, what I meant was that added, that added a difficulty level for mm -hmm. me yeah. compared to the last one. No, no, yeah. I, I, oh, I, I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. I was just saying that it's it's kind of similar mm -hmm. to having to pay. Yeah, those stations. It's, it's definitely a little more challenging though with the grain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're two different things. The the way that you deliver the disc to the ships is very similar mm -hmm. to the train. You have money, you can pay for it, but you have a whole nother worker that you have to deal with. Right. Right. Um, and there are building actions that are added to get grains from those workers. Mm -hmm. um, you can, and then you can even hire them. They're not in the job market. You help the farmers throughout and you can either stop on a different, it's a different action area where you can help and get multiple farmers and they don't even go to your, to your player board. Like a regular, when, like when you hire a carpintero, right. Or a maquinista, you get them from the job market into your player board and that's it. And then you can use it afterwards, but it's not this for the farmers. When you help them, gonna, yeah. right. They go, you, then you have to pay money to get them into your player board and yeah, hire them. Yeah. And it, and it seemed to me, even after a couple of plays here, that having them on your player board doesn't really do much for you. You're right. But, and You're, yeah. I, I would have liked to seen farmers on your player board do a little bit more, maybe like give you like permanent grain or something like that. Um, but uh, or, or it, big three points or something. Yeah, I, I but, thought the uh, same thing. They, they seem to be kind of tacked on there without a real purpose, and I don't. Um, yeah, or I at mean, least not as important in thematic purposes they could have served. But yeah, uh, I mean there was there was the building that gave you extra money if you'd had the farmers because right. you'd had to add sets. There was the mm -hmm. building that would give you grain for your the number of farmers, but yet not as much mm -hmm. with the amount you have to pay. Yeah, right. they were very expensive. They're You're very losing expensive. two points by taking them off plus six money to, yeah. to get them on there. Yeah, you get so. one grain for putting them there, but then if you don't get, then you have to find a way to use them later. 
Yeah. I mean, they're, they're definitely expensive to get onto your board. Yeah. I focus on them. I, I yeah. got all of them, mm-hmm. all 10 of them and I came last, but I just felt that you need to get them super quick to get a good benefit out of them. Right. That's, that's. But they cost so much. Right. Like exactly. It. So it's difficult to Are get them. Are you able to, to get them quickly? No, yeah. I wasn't. Which puts you behind everywhere else too, because you can't right. be building buildings and you can't be buying cows if you're doing that. So yeah. Although, there's I definitely mean, trade-offs. By comparison, the farmer costs six bucks to put into your area. Hiring someone from one of the hiring places usually Could costs you six bucks or more. So, yeah. But you, you still have to pay the scythe effort. But right. just to uh, get them into your right. board. And that could be negatively three points if you're using the cows. Yeah. Right. Uh, all those other money. professions seem to be a lot more useful, though, too. Like, what's that again? All the other professions there are yeah. a lot more useful than the start. Yeah, more, yeah. So even though there's right. a direct use, use yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I still want to explore more for sure. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if the farmer strategy is one that. It depends on the f- buildings available. There's some other buildings right. that might give you more. Like like we have a building that you get one coin per farmer. And if again, if you can get three or four farmers quickly, you could then get a lot of money and use it, right? There's one building that gives you um, grain per farmer and also the location of that building on the trail, right? We just It just happened to be our second building too, so... It was kind of difficult to use it. It, it, it would have been better if it was higher, closer to um, yeah. uh, Buenos Aires, right? So, Yeah, I mean, variability is always or typically pretty nice, but sometimes it can mess up your strategy for sure with, you know, the buildings that would be better near the end of the board or right there at the beginning when you start the new round over again, basically. It right. can definitely kind of mess things up for how it would flow better, but then sometimes it's you know, sometimes it works out in your favor. So variability can be nice, but it can also kind of mess it up a little bit, which is part of yeah. what makes it fun. Fun. Yeah, yeah, Usually. exactly. Yeah. And this time around, we use the random buildings. We, right? A or B. What do you think of that? Have you ever done that? Yeah, I guess we do. In yeah, random, it's right? mixed up. Uh, I I don't know enough um, of how this set of all A or all B mm. line up. Since with only two plays, it's, right. uh, you know, I, I looked like at them. Some of them let you deliver directly to CDs, mm-hmm. and, and that, yeah, <laughs> they look like fun. I want to. I might. I force those. Like, hey, we're playing with these now. We'll see. So, uh, we, you talk about a little bit of luck already, right? All all Fister yeah. games have a little bit of push of luck. Have you noticed that? He, here with the draw, right? Yeah. The, the, the specific, uh, yeah. specific thing mean, that you can do, get two, you never know what yeah. you're going to get, yeah. right? Um, also with the timing here, because here you had the ships that is like, do I have enough time to make it to, um, yeah, before, to it ship, yeah. before it ships out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did like that kind of the ships and ports mechanic. Um, I probably could have done without having the extra layer of the cities on the other side that then you have huh. to put the things on too. But I, I think I'd rather have it just like the ships there and then they go in and out or whatever. But uh, um, I think that was kind of more thematic than having uh, like the trains in the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. uh, I think the extra layer of 
and kind of randomness because you deliver and then it's, you know, when can you actually six more turns before you actually put your disc in? Then you have to change another grain and things was, yeah, uh, I think a little bit too much of a side game that kind of maybe slowed things down a little bit because you don't know what's going on and it's very hard to anticipate even (laughs) down the road where those ships are going to go. I like the cities, honestly. Mm. I like that mini game. Um, I wish it wasn't as difficult to get to that point. There is a building that has that number one um, action on on Buenos Aires. <clears throat> and if, if I could build it and then use it multiple times, then because I, I actually like that, like, putting this stuff on the I, I don't know. What, what do you what do you think? Yeah. That's I mean, brand new. What do you I, think of the CDs? It was fine. I, I do think that, you know, kind of like we talked about, there's just that the grain is such an important part of the game. It's And it's a hard resource, seems like anyway, it a is. hard resource yeah. to get. Sometimes you can spend money for it. Sometimes you can't, depending on which action you're doing with it. So having that where you need the grain for the cows, but you also need the grain for the cities um, makes it a little bit more tense with, the, with that. So getting them out there is, you know, relatively easy because when you ship your cows, you're going to send the boat out eventually, but then are you really going to be able to use it? And then like the one of the cities that I was in, I didn't get any points because the places, it was the first one oh, and I couldn't really have a place. Get money to, for that. Yeah. I didn't even right. get money. Really? I couldn't move the disc out cause it was already full in the huh. lower grain place. Oh, you didn't have enough didn't grain, have to, enough put grain to put it in, a, in anywhere else. So, yeah. which is fine. You know, I used it somewhere else, but I used the, that grain somewhere else. I'm sure. And I was like, well, every time we went to Buenos Aires and the disc is there, I'm like, oh, I can't use it. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that happened to me too. But I wasn't one that gave me at least two victory points. But I, I was, oh, I only have one. Victory points, but not, it, not in the top. No, the very you first one. At the top. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in I the city I was, at least it gave me two victory points. Okay. And I think in the other one, if you didn't move it, it gave you five, five. victory points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wanted to move it. There was nobody in that city, but I didn't have the green. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it yeah, was difficult. Yeah. Interesting. To get it to the cows, it was easy because you could use your money. Right. But this, yeah. the scores were were really close. So they even were. I would say even with the challenges of, you know, the green, like some people, I, I had a bit more of it. I think yeah, I had Ramon 20. had some too, yeah. you know, and we came, you came in last, but still even it was, last, yeah, last in, close. you know, 60, yeah, 63, close. 70. I mean, there's, there's, right. there's a pretty Ten relatively close yeah. for, yeah. you know, not having, you know, we had a little bit of grain. You had didn't have quite as much, but the the points were still close enough that I I don't know as maybe stressful as it was not being able to get it. It didn't really make like oh I couldn't get grain, so I I was fifty points behind at the end of the game, which right. is good. That means right. that while it is important to try to do it, it's not necessarily a game ender. Yeah. Right. So but you can, in a way, that that motivated me to end it, to end the game quickly. <laughs> I was not getting grain, so I just wanted uh-huh. to cheap the the thing so that you guys didn't get to yeah, the city yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and spend your grain there. Yeah, but so um, that and I keep go, coming back to this because I was mentioning when we were playing um, Maracai- Maracaibo, which you haven't played. Have you played Maracaibo? I played it. You played Maracaibo? Oh, I played it once a while. Ago, once, yeah. and you've played, played it, it a several times, times, a couple a times, time. but it's been right. a long time. Yeah. So Maracaibo, the turn ends whenever the first player, or not the first player. Whenever, whenever a player gets to Maracaibo, mm-hmm. that's it. So you could be really early on the rondel. It's the same thing as a rondel. You go around putting your, moving your um, worker, 
And but that one just ends. It's like, oh, somebody got there, it ends. And this, for whatever reason, Great Western Trail regular to me never felt like that. Never felt like a race to to something. But this one feels more like a race to something. Hmm. I don't know. But you like you were saying, oh, I just want to end it now, right? Um, because I didn't want to give you opportunities to go to the cities. I noticed that you weren't sending uh, boats. Uh-huh. For example, you didn't have a lot, right? I didn't. No, no. I don't know. That's I, why I, I felt. I yeah. felt like I wanted to send the boats. Yeah. And, and no, I I miss I miss one like. Andrew had two discs on, on, mm-hmm. on one that he was able to send to the same quay. Um, I had to use the farmers. That's why I hired the yeah. farmers just to be able to put a disc the yeah, over there and get those five points because I missed the boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely noticed that there were some people who weren't on the boats, and I was like, "All right, it's time to. I mean, the, I'm going to go there now. I'm going to go to mm-hmm. Buenos Aires now to get that to get the boats out before yeah. you yeah, get exactly. a chance to go to yeah. the boat. So. It's I see what you're saying. A little, like little bit of a, yeah. Yeah, a race. Thing. A little bit it, more than in regular Great Western Yeah, because in the regular one, you're not stopping. The, the, the positions never change. Um, for you, you don't ever take away a spot where someone can go. So no. it, doesn't, right. it doesn't affect right. that. So yeah, that, that is definitely different. Yeah. And, and I, see, I see what you mean, a little bit of a race for sh- shipping the boats out or, right. or sending the boats out to with the cows on them or whatever. Right. So, yeah. You're, yeah. You not so that's when you're not really taking away your own spots either because new boats do come out. So it's not yeah. like in the original where you kind of fill up from True. the zero to, up. you know, at right. the end of the game, you need to get 16 or something to even fill a spot. Whereas this one, they're like still that. kind of like lower numbers that are coming out yep. that aren't the zero spot and the negative yeah. points. Yeah. That, at one point we had two eights. Right. Which would never happen in the, in the basic one. Yeah, and I, I like that. That's because uh, there's definitely times in the for, in the original where you can yeah. get stuck, and you're like, "Well, I have to put a disc here because the only place I can go, and it's going to cause me negative points yeah. or to take a an objective or something like that that you really don't want to do, but you've just used up all the other right. cities, and you just that's all you can do. So it is nice that the new ones come out once the boats ship in this version. It so makes new opens up a little bit yeah. more. With that disc, which yeah. is good because it doesn't seem like in it, you know, in the two times we've played that we've gotten a lot of cows, which yeah, is right. actually a big cows yeah. seem to be very yeah. hard to get in this, which one. is a big difference from the, the yeah. first one. There's definitely been games in the original, uh, myself and just uh, some other people that I know I've played with where, um, you, you know, you get a hand of the good cows and that's it, you actually get you know, uh, trash, whatever it's called, but right. you get rid of your your cow, other cows, your Jersey cows and all those. And you literally only have a hand of five or six cards and it's only those good cows now. And you're just going, you're cycling through those same cards mm-hmm. every time. Um, and I've seen that happen a, a few games right. that you I've get, played. You have a thin deck. Yeah, yeah you have a thin like deck. That. You've yeah. got the high value cows and you're just trying to deliver as fast Trimming as you can. That, yeah. And here, I mean... I think I don't think tough. anybody got a purple yeah. cow this turn. No, I didn't. I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think and Andrew, I think I, you I got, a brown, cow, yeah. got a brown cow. So. And last game, yeah, I got I, a brown and a purple, and I don't know. If, I mean, so we've I definitely stay. been. I only got the the trees. Yeah, I so the brown one, or the purple, the, the, the orange. I only orange, got one orange wow. cow, and that's it. Yeah, so delivering those high value cows, um, at least so far, hasn't been yeah. wasn't as. As Wasn't easy. That's easy. easy yeah. yeah, it's just because getting money to me. I I don't know getting money. To me, it felt like it was very very difficult. Yeah, and yeah. also the the penalty that you get when you do the side, 
you know that you, well, you use have to, extra to get the, extra the, the farmers yeah. Yeah. that increases the, the workers you know, the, the oh, cars right, right, on your you, hands you actually so get you, that negative you, exhausted because in the first time i play i was trying to trash my car so that i could do that yeah. <laughs> you know get through my my cows but i couldn't because i always had something there yeah yeah, yeah. so definitely some differences some similarities yeah. and some differences Pacing. a little more a little more challenging this is clearly more complex mm-hmm. and longer i would assume we played mm-hmm. For three uh, hours? Three hours. And yeah. yesterday we played... Four, four. Okay. Nine. The first, four. which was our yeah. first game, so it took a little bit longer. So what Question. do you think? Uh, got, question. Yeah. Regarding your time. Do yeah. you like games that play this long? <laughs> it depends on the game. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I don't mind the longer games. Typically, if there's a little bit, they move, they can still move a little faster. As long like your downtime in between turns is what makes to, for me uh, a long game whether it's good or bad you know if it's a long game but the downtime is relatively short or there's something that i can do okay. during that downtime where my planning you know and i need to plan or what the other players are doing may affect me you know i may have something like oh if he moves here i get this or you know so that can make a longer game a little bit easier for me but if it's a game where i literally just go okay it's your turn, Ramon, and it's going to be about six minutes, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes, whatever, you know, like, all right, it's going to be a while. And I have nothing that I can do. The longer games really get me, and I, I have a hard time with them. And in this game, does that happen to you? How do you feel? A little bit, but it wasn't It wasn't bad. Okay. Because there think... isn't quite as much that you can do to during other people's turns. Right. You, know, you, you can't plan too much. You kind of can. And then that's it because, you know, you, your cards don't change, your resources don't change between hands. You know, it's not like anything anyone's doing. The only thing they could really do would maybe to take the cow you wanted or put a building in your way. Or, the or, or Yeah. Or the, the but I mean, yeah. so you're, there's a little bit that the other players can do. But for the most part, you can kind of figure out what you want and then just kind of wait your turn. I, I agree with that. It's uh, for the most part, you can be playing ahead. Um Unless, as Troy said, you know, somebody drops a building in your path or whatever that changes your plans. But um, so I think that can keep it moving quite a bit. Um, if it had more more interaction than that, uh, it would definitely drag it out longer. But uh, I think this length of game is probably about the limit for me. Um, <laughs> I agree. But, Three uh, hours. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about it. Uh, yeah. and, but it does depend on the game. If it feels long right right? it's more about the feels because you could play a game for an hour and a half and you could feel like you play for five hours like i don't want to play that game and and the opposite can be true as well you can play a four-hour games and you feel like an hour um however i didn't think or i didn't feel that there was a lot of um dead time between my turns right so other than I kept trying to skip people's turns. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, did that. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Sometimes even I play now. No, no. I play now. Two turns no. in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Two I, turns I never, in a row. I never try to take two turns in a row. <laughs> I just, you know, my turn, one Literally. player, then mine again. Yeah. That's how it goes, right? It's not a two-player game. No, there are three other yeah. people. <laughs> uh, what about you say that? What is about the length of a game for you? First, I have to say that I enjoy the game. I like it. I will play it again. But I feel so tired after playing for three hours, mm-hmm. you know. And I sometimes I, I, I think, do I really want to do that? But you know, 
this is me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I prefer lighter games. Though. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your opinion. It's There's fine. lots of good lighter games too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Um, what about the theme? What time? What time is it? Four fifty-one. Okay. So we'll. All right. So we we had a parrillada. We talked about Argentina. We talked about the culture. What about the theme? I liked it. I, I liked, you know, I mean, that it, it is still very similar to the first one. You know, right. you go to the, you build the buildings, get your cows. I, I mean, the, the theme worked, you know, you, you do deliver, you deliver them to the boat, the boat moves out to the new city. I, I, I enjoyed that. I mean, I, I thought it worked. Okay. The, I don't know about the farmers. I mean, they, like you said, they kind of, the estancieros. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they kind of, they were a little challenging, you know, cause you had to help them, but then hire them, but then find a way to put them to work. They were a little, they were, the farmer theme was a little rough, Okay, but the extra, over, yeah, but overall, I mean, it, okay. I think it worked. I think the theme worked pretty well. Uh, you go. Yeah. I, I think the farmers in the grain maybe even eclipsed the actual cow herding theme a little bit more right. here. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say you could probably actually call this like the grain Western trail instead. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, I mean, it still fits like that um, cattle drive theme pretty well, um, same as the original did. So. Yeah. And I mean, the the idea of needing the grain for the cows, the cows on, on the, the boats. Yeah. I mean, it make it makes yeah. sense. It did. It, it, yeah. You know, I don't. Yeah. I didn't like that in a way, like I because right. it was a little frustrating, but yeah. it made sense. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think of the thing? I liked it. I. Uh, I think the 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 thing of sending the the cows to Europe through the boats make it different, mm-hmm. makes the game different from the first one, and I enjoy that too, and I enjoy <laughs> a little bit less the the farmers too. I understand that you need the grain for the cows, but maybe they could have done that in a different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it makes the game more difficult. Yeah, that maybe it should. It's on a whole nother layer yeah. of complexity that yeah. goes on top of it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like it. I, I like the theme. Certainly give me a chance to eat some. <laughs> some good food. Exactly. Some good steak. An excuse yeah. to turn yeah. on the the, the, the coals. In exactly. The <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. So really the, the, the final question will be given the choice. So. I don't have the second edition of Great Western Trail, and I'm not going to buy it. I have just a basic one. I am not getting the New Zealand, because honestly, I'm not really interested. I would like to play it, which is the second one. Uh, I mean, the third one that's coming in the trilogy. I got this one because it's Argentina, and Mm -hmm. I like the theme. I like Argentina, and it's Hispanic, like myself, and that's why I decided to to try it. And I'm glad I I tried it. so the question is, given the option, would you go back to regular with Western Trail or would you take this one instead? Can this replace regular Great Western Trail? I think if I had to just pick, if I had them both right, and someone asked, which one, you know, do you want to play Great Western Trail? I would probably pick the original. Okay. A little bit lighter, just a little bit, a little bit easier, especially to try to teach people to, but... It would just, you know, a little bit, little bit lighter and easier. But I wouldn't say no if someone said, hey, do you want to play Argentina? Argentina? Okay. So Interesting. I think I would pick the regular. But I'm also 
just a lot more familiar with it. That's you know, true I mean, too. I've, yeah. it's been out for years. six, mm-hmm. you know, plus six, seven years. I've played it a good number of times, both in person and online. I, I know the game. I don't know the expansion. So, I mean, it's the, it kind of, right. if someone said great Western trail with the expansion or Argentina, I wouldn't even really be able to pick because I don't know the expansion very well. And I've only got the two games of Argentina played. So, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm still going to be interested in at least uh, taking a look at New Zealand to see is where does it fall in the complexity level mm-hmm. with these two? Is it more complex than Argentina? Does it fall somewhere in the middle or is it closer to the original in how it plays? You know, it's ease. It's kind of, you know, of the game. So, but I think just straight out the bat, if someone, you know, if I had them both and someone just asked, you know, which one do you want? I'd, I'd probably pick the original. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, I definitely picked the original too. I would say this is a good one to throw into the mix if you've like played too much of it and you need a, something to change up. But um, as far as picking one or the other, especially for occasional play, that these longer games get played anyhow, um, I would, I'd probably definitely stick with the original. I, I like it a little better. It's more a little streamlined, um, a little bit shorter play. But tell you that. I will stay with the original. Wow, okay. However, I will definitely try the New Zealand one. Okay. You know, I want to see how different it is from the others. And mm. it also will give me an excuse to explore New Zealand. That's true, <laughs> too. That's true, too. <laughs> New Zealand, it's not even cows anymore. It's a sheep. Yeah. 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 So um, similar to what you were saying for, for myself, Troy, if I'm going to teach it to somebody, I probably won't teach this one just because it's more difficult to teach. There's just more complexity um, because I know the other one so well. It's so much easier mm-hmm. just to get it to the table. However, I did enjoy this one. I And I mm-hmm. would really like to explore more, more of it. Yeah. And that that's it. I, given, mm, yeah, given the choice, if I had to get rid of one, I would probably just keep this one. If nothing else, because the other ones are available online, other people have the other copies around me, right? Um, and it could be like, okay, you come on over to my place and we'll play Argentina. Yeah. Everywhere else, you just play regular Great Western Trail. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see myself saying, oh no, I don't, I don't feel like playing this one. Right. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll play something. You know, but if someone wants to, but yeah, I do know, the, I do know the original a little bit better. So right, right. and it is as Andrew said, it's gonna be a quicker game too, I think. Um, yeah. even for new players, uh, absolutely. You know, seasoned players yeah. could, could, could definitely you blow through a, a, a pretty half, quick maybe? game yeah. of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but even new players, I think that the whole, you know, mechanics and, and how you're going to play on the original is just going to be a little bit easier for them just because there are less options and less of the things to remember. You know, you deliver your cows and you count it up and you subtract you know, however far away you are, if you have to, and that's kind of it. We're here. Okay. Well, you get there. Do you have the grain? No. Or first, you know, do I, oh, do I have a ship or do I have a disc on the, at the, you know, in Europe then, okay, what can I do with that? Do I have the grain for that? Okay. Now do I have the grain to deliver my cows or to put them on a boat? And so having to do all of those extra steps, just that extra complexity for new players, depending on who they are, of course. I mean, we, right. we have some people in our Season. group who, yeah, seasoned board gamers, gamers who would, yeah. who would, you know, pick it up right. easier, obviously, than some newer board gamers or some people who just don't play the heavier games as much. So good game whenever you want to play it again, you know. Excellent. We'll be there. We'll make another parrillado some other day. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
<laughs> some more chimichurri. Yeah, I know. You'll take some home. Uh, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There we go. We got, exactly. They got Andrew in now, too. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to say? No. Well, thank you, Troy. And thank you, Andrew, for coming over. Thank you, Saida, for everything else that you've done uh, today. I hope you guys have fun. I hope you guys like the food as well. And for all our listeners, thank you for listening. Remember that. Uh, give us, uh, um, please review the podcast. Uh, find us on the other social medias, thehungrymeeple.com, our webpage, The Hungry Meeple on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all the socials. And unless there's anything else, stay hungry. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.